Picture this, you're sitting down to watch a live poetry performance. The first poet takes the stage, and as they begin to read, they're accompanied by a live jazz band. If this sounds intriguing, well, you're in luck. International Jazz Poetry Month returns to Pittsburgh on May 2nd. The festival features more than 50 artists, including local jazz icons and poets from Algeria, Cuba, Sudan, and Ukraine. Tickets to watch online or in person at City of Asylum's home on the north side are free. Get yours at cityofasylum.org before they're gone. Today on CityCast Pittsburgh. I don't know about y'all, but I love visiting a new neighborhood or strolling down a new-to-me part of town and pulling up Zillow. What's behind that cute little porch? Will that corner spot have a new kitchen or a floor-to-ceiling pastel green one? Which of these five homes have Pittsburgh potties? The mysteries abound. And trust, I know there are tons of yins out there like me. And I bet most of you follow the Instagram account Houses of Pittsburgh. Today, the sisters behind the gorgeous post and reels are taking us behind the scenes on how they take a neighborhood home tour, their approach to content creation, and tips and tricks for making the most of any home scouting trip in the Berg. It's Thursday, September 14th. I'm Megan Harris, and here's what Pittsburgh is talking about. I'm joined by the voices behind a very popular and very pretty Instagram account, Houses of Pittsburgh, Hope Perry and Annie Perry Cole. Welcome to CityCast Pittsburgh. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. We're so pumped to be here. (laughs) We're so glad to have you. Just for the sake of folks who are listening, who is who? Um, My name is Hope, so I am the younger sister of the two. And I'm Annie. So you're in charge. Well, <laughs> just maybe. maybe I'd say by default, she's in charge, definitely. <laughs> Got it. Uh, I don't think I've ever read that much about your beginnings, actually. Um, tell us a little bit about yourselves and how you got started with this account. Yeah, absolutely. So we were both uh, raised in the South Hills of Pittsburgh, so over in Brentwood. And so when I was a senior in college over at Pitt, my sister and I are very close. I was moving to Chicago, so we decided we needed something to bond us together and bond us to Pittsburgh as well, because I was leaving the city kind of for the first time. And so in around 2015, we started this account. We spent tons of days that together. That old? I didn't yeah. realize. Yeah, we've yeah. been posting for a while. It feels like it was in the glory days of Instagram where, I don't <laughs> right. know, we just were, we got a chance to be creative and there were so many other houses of Chicago, of London that we were following and we're like, why hasn't someone started one of Pittsburgh? And then we're just like, you know what, let's just do it. We're just going to do it. So we did. I love that so much. And it's clearly working for folks. You've got over 30,000 followers on Instagram and it seems to be growing quite a bit. Now you do giveaways, tickets to home tours that neighborhoods are organizing. You seem to be out and about quite a lot. Definitely. It's really cool to see the comments, too, of how people that have moved away from Pittsburgh really love following us because they're like, oh, I used to drive down that street all the time or that's my old house. So it's really nice to see people being connected to the city in that way. Absolutely. Um, And to be clear, like you guys don't 
host home tours yourself. You were just at them a lot, um, obviously, because folks can kind of tap into your network. They know people already care about pretty architecture and things like that. But you've built up like a really good following. Um, Do you have any personal guidelines or rules for how you approach a home tour, especially one that you've maybe never been on before? Like, you know, the neighborhood, of course, but like you've never gotten to be personally nebby inside or around them. I'll let Annie go first on this one because I know that she, yeah, she loves house tours even more than I do. So I want her to give her kind of tips. <laughs> well, older siblings always have a rubric. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, I just, we really, if it's a, if it's a guided tour, I love that. But the self-guided tours, I just, I want nobody in there. I want to be able to neb on my own. Um, <laughs> so I remember an Observatory Hill, we would, my dad and I went on that one and we just made sure we went to the house. A lot of people would file into one house and it's like, okay, let's go to this one. And so mm-hmm. we really want to be able to go on our own and not feel rushed through it. Sometimes when it's crowded, you know, you don't get the chance to look at the details and we really want to, I want to see the details. Definitely. And then for me, for house tours, I don't feel like I have a certain strategy. I like to let the house kind of guide me with its charm. I want to see the stained glass windows and I want to look at, um, I don't know, the local art on the wall. So I kind of just let it come to me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, what would you say that you're each most nebby about mm-hmm. within the house or outside it? I'm definitely, I like, I want to see the architectural details. I want to know the history behind the home. Um, and you like sort flooring, of, you like crown molding. Stuff I do. Like that. Oh my gosh. Like baseboards are my weakness. I don't know what it is it's about true. baseboards, but I love them. <laughs> um, so yeah, I want to see all of that. I love when a house tour, when the organization puts together the history and the little pamphlet like that. I, I want to read all of that. I want. I've read. I read the Observatory Hill one cover to cover. <laughs> Absolutely. I just. I think it's fascinating and sort of the different lives that have been lived throughout that house is just. I don't know. It makes me like emotional. I don't know why, but um, it means a lot to me. And so I really love house tours for that. Yeah. Any fun examples come to mind? Yeah, I really love on the house tour seeing people's collections, Mm -hmm. their art. Mm -hmm. In Observatory Hill, there was a Golden Girls themed bedroom, guest room. (laughs) And I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. It was pink and green. I love it. It felt like sitting out on the lanai. Palm Springs. I just, I was so into it. And last year on the Brighton Heights house tour, this local artist, Jeff Bertrand, opened up his home. And he had a, um, what was it? He had a Halloween themed bathroom. So old, like vintage masks from like the 50s all on the walls. He had a Catholic themed room, um, (laughs) Catholic themed bathroom. And I just like rosaries everywhere and like this really wild, like Jesus art. And it just, I love seeing those collections. That's great. What about you, Hope? Um, so I definitely agree with all of that. Mine is much less thoughtful. Um, I'm most nebby about like the products people use. We're usually going <laughs> into houses that I cannot afford. I could never afford at this point. It's like, what kind of soap are they using? <laughs> uh, what magazines do they subscribe to? Like, that you, kind Have of you stuff. ever opened a medicine cabinet? Never. I would never <laughs> cross that line. We have etiquette. Yes. We have, and my dad and my mom taught us how to be polite. We can be nebby without opening things, but you can learn a lot about people's, you know, preferences of products. I love it. And uh, yeah, I usually look it up how much it costs afterwards. That's so, it's never occurred to me to do that. I will do that in future. (laughs) Some homes on these organized home tours that the neighborhoods put on, they can be really lavish um, and expensive, but sometimes they look very lived in. Which one do you like better? We talked about this um, really on the last several that we took. And I think that the, the lavishness is beautiful. You know, we want to, we're inside of a magazine. Yeah. Like, we want to see these homes that we'll never be able to afford. But we also 
want to be thoughtful about like class division. Like there is definitely class division. And as we go in, you know, we can appreciate the beauty and the history that comes with a home. But a lot of times we think like, what are these people doing to afford this lifestyle where our parents, you know, they've, they always work hard yeah. and we've never been able to afford something like that. So I think that like that does come into play in our mind. We try not to put like that moral value on that like yeah. nice house or like thinking, oh, my God, these people are so much better than us or something like that, because I think you can get easily caught into that. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely something we talk about a lot and put some I would say we have to be really thoughtful whenever we go into those house tours, which you wouldn't think, oh, it's just a fun Sunday afternoon. But like, it does make you pause a little bit and and think about that. I think that's really important, especially in our diverse city where there are certain neighborhoods when you go to the Swickley house tour that, yeah, I mean, I'm never gonna no. live there. And most Pittsburghers, like not, not just to make it about us, but like most Pittsburghers are not going to be living in Swickley Heights and going to have this, you know, million dollar budget plus to redo a historical house. And we love the, you know, the collections of people who don't have, you know, interior designers. Definitely. And I think that's also why we like garden tours as well. I was recently on the Southside Garden Tour. There was a community garden there. People that have lived in Southside for decades tending to this garden that pretty much no one sees. It was in like the, the back streets of Southside, but it's there for the community. And that also makes me feel good as well. We're not just touring mansions and, you know, the different shady sides, stuff like that, but which we love. We like love that so much. <laughs> no doubt. Um, but it's also nice to see that community part of the tours. And I think that garden tours uh, really allow for that sometimes. Is there any one thing that you feel like a good home tour has to have to, you know, kind of meet demand? Like sometimes they'll have like snacks or oh, like yeah. water on a hot day, which I don't definitely changes like my feeling about it. Um, but there could be other things like ambiance or, you know, good human tour guides to show you around. What do you love? Yeah, we love when there's a, a Molly's trolley or a pedicab. Mm -hmm. Manchester had the pedicabs. I think it helps. It can be hot. You know, the summertime like ones can sweat. be rough. Luckily, yeah. I think we're just coming out of that season. Definitely. Yeah. I also think we had mentioned maps. Like, I think the map with, with like, key points of each house, I think that really helps because then you know what you're looking for. Uh, we've been on tons of house tours, but if you're going to your first one, you're kind of like, Okay, just walk around. You sit. Yeah, this is the like right spot. I'm just you gotta have at, some signage. Yeah, you yeah. gotta have signage. You gotta have a map that says like what you're looking for. Maybe the history of the house, the history of how many owners there have been. Like that really puts some more context that where you really enjoy the tour more. I think. And I love the flags that like Allegheny West has their own banners that they put on every house that's on a house. They have an actual city up. flag yeah. from way back when. It's just so cool. And and. Observatory Hill did something similar. And I just, I really love that little attention to detail that the organizers put into it. I appreciate I it. It makes it easy to know, like, okay, yeah. this is the house. I'm not just walking into someone's. That's one of my biggest fears. Yeah. I'm going to walk into somebody's <laughs> house that they're not on the tour. So having those. Maybe you'll end up with a private tour. Do you like to dance, look at beautiful art, eat gourmet snacks, people watch? Well, mark your calendars for Friday, June 7th for one of my favorite parties in Pittsburgh. It's Mattress Factory's 25th Garden Party. The theme this year is make-believe, and it's all to celebrate and support the creatives in our community. There's going to be live music, an open bar, an art auction, and probably my favorite, the costume contest. Trust me, I will be judging yins and so will 
everyone else there. Be playful, be imaginative, explore your magical realm because this is a theme party. You want to come dressed to impress. You must be 21 and up to attend and rest assured every dollar raised goes directly towards supporting the museum, its art, its education, and all of its community outreach initiatives. Get your tickets now to the 25th Mattress Factory Garden Party. They are in our show notes and online at mattress.org. Well, let's talk about some of those tours that you're most excited about for the rest of this year. There are two coming up this weekend, part of why we're talking now, Brighton Heights on Saturday and the Mexican War Streets on Sunday. What will you each be looking for in those? Well, we live in Brighton Heights. We both yes. have oh, houses in Brighton I didn't know Heights, that. Apart, house in an apartment in Brighton yep. Heights. And so it's special to go see our neighbors' homes. Um, we really like that. Yeah. Um, uh, and because usually our Thursday shows are devoted to a food topic, is there anything um, like a local shop you'd recommend maybe for a beverage or a bite before, during, after some of these tours? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah California so. coffee in Brighton Heights. I mean, we'll be absolutely stopping there before we go on the tour, fu- fuel up. Um, and also for Brighton Heights, we have a beer now from Allegheny City Brewery. They made a beer based on our roundabout that was put in on one of our streets, Lil Swervy. Yeah, term and Lil Swervy on yeah. Instagram if you're not familiar. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, if you want to have a beer after the tour, Definitely. <laughs> Allegheny City is the way to go. Absolutely. Um, my pick for Brighton Heights, if you're into greasy spoons, is Don's Diner on Eckert. Heavy, heavy food for a good walk. And in the War Streets, we were just talking off mic about how much y'all love commonplace coffee on Buena Vista. It's always great. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Yeah, I feel like you need to have a lot of caffeine and you have to have a good grub before you go on a house tour. Well, then there's another one coming up in early October. That's Sunday, October 1st, Friendship in the East End. What would you say is good to look out for there? For friendship, we're really excited to sort of extend beyond um, the north side. The north siders love to show off a neighborhood. They really do, yeah. and there's so much history there. So we're we're very pumped for the friendship tour. We're excited to look at the similarities and differences, like in the architecture and the just like the even just the organization of how, like what house you go to next. I feel like just the map will be different. Just yeah, because, it's again, really compact as a neighborhood. Yeah. There's not a lot of like commercial space. I mean, of course, it's all yeah. around it, but not within the neighborhood itself of so friendship. I think, yeah, that will be unique in and of itself. I think that will be really uh, interesting just to compare and contrast the uh, different tours that we've doing. There are a few other ones coming up. We are going to have a giveaway for Glenshaw. That one's new. We haven't haven't really talked about that one yet, but when is it's that happening one? November 11th. November and it's 11th. a holiday house tour and a craft fair, which is kind of fun. Make a whole day of it. Oh, also in Friendship and in Glenshaw, um, mm-hmm. what's a recommendation there? Bite or Bevy? In Friendship, I would do the Friendship Perk and Brew. I think that's a hidden gem. And uh, yeah, they're open on the weekends. Delicious coffee, but then also breakfast. Yeah, if you feel like hanging out after, I got to throw in a bone for Spork. Um, oh, it, yeah. It doesn't open till five. The home tour ends at four. So you got to entertain yourself <laughs> for a minute, but delicious food. Absolutely, absolutely. Annie, what about you? Any Glenshaw picks? You know, I am excited to explore Glenshaw. I feel like I haven't haven't done that. And, you know, that happens sometimes. People will message us like, oh, of course you don't go to Elliot, or of course you haven't gone here. And it's just there are 90 neighborhoods in Pittsburgh, and we do <laughs> yeah. beyond Pittsburgh. You know, we're the greater... Pittsburgh area. Um, so we're I'm liberal with that term because we're not from Philly. <laughs> yeah. You know, Philly, yeah. it's like one street over. You're not in Philly anymore. Yeah. Pittsburgh, like, we're going to be. No, if you're from yeah. West, northern West Virginia or like <laughs> yeah, you're we're going eastern to Ohio, yeah. you're still kind of from Pittsburgh exactly. if you read for the Stillers. I'll take it. Yeah. So we're, we're pretty excited to explore that area. Um, we always love it when people do tell us, like, check this out. 
and for them, tell us where we should go and what street we should look at. Send us a photo. We'll feature it. Um, you know, we are not prejudiced against any neighborhoods. <laughs> we have a lot. Like, yeah, we have our daily routine. So we're going to go to some places more often than others. But we want to explore. Yeah. Yeah. And when that gets us into the holiday season, uh, which ones are you most excited for there? I'm most excited for the Ben Avon uh, Holiday House Store. It's fantastic. Every year I love going. And When is that one? That one is in um, on December 2nd, and it's from 10 to 4. But they also have an evening candlelit tour. Is that new this year? That is, <laughs> let's see, hold on. Breaking the news. daytime hours are 10 to 4. They have a candlelit tour from 6 to 9. That's awesome. I bet that's going to be a hot ticket. Definitely, absolutely. definitely, because those houses are absolutely beautiful. They decorate usually different every year as well, which is also nice. People have so much, you know, such big holiday collections. They rotate it. So it, even if you go every year, you're seeing different houses or different decorations. So I love that one. And the second weekend in December, December 8th and 9th this year is the Allegheny West Victorian Home Tour, um, which we mentioned earlier this week, actually. Um, but in addition to the gorgeous homes, one of my favorite things, actually, is the train collection at the home of the late Mr. John DeSantis, who was a huge champion of neighborhood restoration. His trains are considered one of the largest private collections in the world, and it's only open for the public two days of the year during this home tour, which I think is just such a treat in the city of Pittsburgh. It's just incredible, and his son has continued it. It was, yeah, on the holiday tour last year. It was on the garden tour this year. Um, It's really a special home, and he was a special person. Absolutely. And Annie, I think you had one more tour, right, to round us out? Yeah, the Craft and House Tour is also coming up. Um, again, getting outside of our Northside neighborhood. That's happening on December 10th. Um, I'm, I'm very excited to see that there's six homes on that tour. And I think it'll be a really, really fun one. Well, so while folks are digesting all of these excellent recommendations for this weekend, into the fall, even Christmas time, is there any one thing maybe backing up that you would recommend as like Houses of Pittsburgh's top tip for having a fun and enjoyable tour experience maybe any time of the year? Yeah, absolutely. Make sure that you know when you have the map, like you don't have to walk in between each house. Uh, You can also drive. I feel like that's something that sometimes people overlook. They think, oh, I can't do this. You have to walk to 10 different houses. Yeah, or you have to take the trolley, wait at the stops. You have to do it the right way. There's no such thing. There's no right way. Like pack snacks, wear walking shoes, (laughs) drive your car if you want to, use a walker. Come in costume if that's your bag. It's fine. Do and wear whatever you want. Like these house tours should be for everyone. So we want to make sure it's accessible and that you do what you need to go into the first floor if you don't want to walk up the steps to the second. Hope, Annie, thank you so much for sharing some of your craft and your suggestions with CityCast Pittsburgh. Thank you for having us. This was wonderful. Yeah, this was so fun. We really appreciate it. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. We hope you'll recommend the podcast to someone. You may even see it on Houses of Pittsburgh. We'll be in the wild on home tours near you. You can reach us pittsburgh at citycast.fm. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See you in soon. Yeah, I don't yeah, feel the, Pittsburgh famous in the slightest. <laughs> I need you to know you're Pittsburgh famous. Oh, it's really, it's, it's like really, really flattering. Yeah, and I work from home, so it's funny that people would think I was a Pittsburgh celebrity because I just sit <laughs> in my office alone all day talking to people from different states.